0: Thank you for joining us on breakfast with champions an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table today we hear from princeton who talks about how to overcome challenges in your life make sure you're downloading subscribing and sharing out the breakfast with champion podcast so that you don't miss your opportunity to get a seat at the biggest breakfast table in the world with that said let's join in on breakfast with champions please say hello to all your guests. You're going to be, well, he has a, I speak with power to light a fire. Well, I think he will be lighting a fire in your souls. So let's please join and welcome Princeton. Here he is right now and welcome to, he's been listening to us, but I'm gonna be listening to you now, Princeton. Thank you so much everyone for being with us.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Jude. And you know, also I wanna just honor um, Morella. I hope I said that correctly. Please correct me. Thank
0: you so much, yes, thank you so much.
1: Uh, You're welcome, love. And I want to honor Kate and everyone who has come before me, who has shared their value and added so much value to this space. Guys, my name is Princeton Clark, and I'm just a spirit on a journey having a human experience that's here to create and elevate and evolve experience for people who cross my path. I'm an agent of change. I'm a disruptor. I have been in this industry of mastery and speaking for almost two decades at this point. But I tell you what. In this journey, I say the greatest piece of wisdom that I have ever learned was how to not only accept love, but how to be love. I always say love is my religion. The impact that I have is, is nothing more than me serving through love, through a window of understanding that we're all just here trying to find that deeper level of ourselves. And so it's that level of people, of individuals that I look to speak towards. But I want to thank you guys for being a part of the, the breakfast table, being a part of the Breakfast with Champions and the Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Club. We are here to inspire you, to uplift you, to see you show up in a way that magnifies your potential, your power, and your purpose in the world. And i know you've heard some amazing conversations today you've heard some amazing stories of people who chose to own their power who chose to own their expertise who chose to own their wisdom but you know i think a lot of the times we hear these stories and we think oh man well that's great for them and you know they got to that point but i'm experiencing x y and z in my life you know it's it's a little bit harder like people don't understand and we play all these things in our minds because we play the comparison game, but I want to tell you that I can sure I'm sure that everybody that is spoken will attest and say that everyone, and it was actually said in the last segment, everyone who's ever achieved success or who's ever achieved greatness did not achieve that without going through some challenges, without facing some aspect of themselves that they had to evolve through, evolve for, and step into in order to get to that desired outcome and that desired goal that they have achieved. You know. When my journey first began just so you guys get an idea about me you know i've gotten to work with people like tony robbins and dean graziosi i've helped them you know build out coaching programs i've been a contracted mastery coach with them you know for about two years at this point you know but i'm also a published author but guess what none of that would have ever even come about had it not been for the experiences that i've had in my own personal life you know growing up i had You know, I was abused mentally, physically, verbally, emotionally as a child. I was molested between the ages of nine and 11. Struggled with deep depression, which started around the age 15, 16. I was a tremendous athlete. Could have gone to college, D1, running track or playing football, but the depression hit me so hard because I didn't really start dealing with my being abused or growing through what I was going through until about 15 or 16. So depression hit me hard. I ended up being put on medication you know and seeing a psychiatrist because my mom found a letter of of me talking about killing myself in high school and you know my last year in high school I ended up you know basically barely graduating you know all my offers pretty much went out the window and so feeling hopeless feeling like my life was worthless feeling like I was worthless I ended up drinking I ended up on drugs I was an al- alcoholic before the age of 21 I was in gangs you know and I always tell people I won't even go into detail with all that but I always tell people I've seen things that most people only see on TV from people being shot right next to me, you know, to being in shootouts, to seeing some horrendous things, you know, but you know, at the age of 23, after getting married, I got married when I was 21 thinking, you know what, i want to give my family the love that i never had. And what I didn't realize at that time is that I didn't even know how to love myself. I didn't even know what that love looked like, you know, and, and at the age of 23, you know, of course my fiance, my wife at that time, she you know her father committed suicide when she was 11. So, I used to believe that that was a recipe for disaster after we got married. Neither one of us were ready. Neither one of us knew what love was, so on and so forth. And you know, long story short, the pain that we brought into that relationship because of love that we missed, you know, took us both down a spiral and at the age of 23, I put a gun to my head thinking, you know, again, I'm no good for my kids. I'm no good to my family. I'm no good to anyone in this world, including myself. And The unimaginable happened. I pulled the trigger, but the gun misfired. you know? And, you know, oftentimes when I share the story, I start getting emotional because I often think about the fact that something greater than me stood for me. Something greater than me saw me when I couldn't see myself. And in that moment, you know, I always tell people, even though the literal bullet did not fire when I pulled that trigger, a conscious one did all these thoughts started flashing through my mind. I started thinking, and for the first time in my life, I asked myself the question, why am I here? What is the purpose of all of this? Why am I alive? Why is this still, why Why? Why am I still here, but yet all these other people, they're gone? Why me? And I started looking at my life. I started thinking about everything that I had to grow through I don't say go through anymore because I realized that everything that happened in my life happened for me. It was preparation for my purpose. It was preparation for my destiny. It was preparation for the people that I had been given a gift to reach. And my spirit was strong enough to handle it. That's why I experienced it. So I say everything that I've had to grow through on my life path curriculum was preparing me and bringing me to that moment where I had to make a choice. And what my spirit revealed to me was that I was not where I was because of what happened to me. I was where I was because of how I chose to respond to what had happened to me. And that week, I chose to respond differently. That week, I chose to own my power because I realized something. If I had created a reality based on how I chose to respond after being abused and molested and growing through everything that I had grown through and experienced in my life, How much more of a life could I create if I really lived every single moment like it mattered? How much more of a life could I create for myself, for my kids, for my family? What kind of legacy could I truly live besides one of pain and anguish? What could I truly do with my life if I lived every single day as though every single breath was a blessing? See, because oftentimes we talk about, as we're looking at other people, we're looking at how successful they are. We're looking at what they have. We're looking at what we wish we had. We're completely ignoring the fact that every single breath that we breathe is a gift. And though we may say it, you know, well, tomorrow's not promised, tomorrow's not promised. How many other people under the sound of my voice right now truly can say they live every single day as though tomorrow is not promised? You look at those dreams that you've been given the vision that you've been given to create in your life. Understand this, you will never receive a vision without receiving provision for that vision as long as you take faithful steps forward. As long as you respond every single day like every breath is a gift to you. See, but you'll never manifest your greatness. You'll never manifest your vision if you live and you let moments pass you by. You live and you wait for opportunities to come to you. That's not living, that's survival. That's not creating a life by design. That's allowing life to create a design for you. And how many people live lives that have been designed for them that they are miserably comfortable with? See, as an agent of change, when I decided to take this path and this journey, and I decided to own my power to honor the moment, I decided to own my power to create something new. I decided to own my power to love myself because the one person who would be with me until I leave this world would be myself. The one person who knew me better than anyone else in this world was myself. And so I realized that all my life I was seeking love externally. And though it is a gift and though it is a blessing, the love that I truly needed to find first was love for myself. And as I found that love, as I owned that love, as I harnessed that love, I realized that with every one thing that I had lovingly experienced in my life, with every one thing that I had had to grow through in order to find the wisdom on the other side of it, there was at least a million people out there struggling with just one of those things. And so I got hungry. How many of you in the audience are hungry right now? You're saying, I'm tired of being where I am. I'm tired of not stepping into my power. I'm tired of not walking into that vision that I saw you know, two, five, 10 years ago. I'm tired of watching other people step into their blessing. I'm tired of watching the doors open for them. And here I am. How many people are in this audience right now who believe that they've been called for something great, who believe that they have something to share with this world, but you've been waiting for someone to see it. You've been waiting for the door to open. I challenge you right now, show up in this moment like it's your last. Open your mouth, share your voice like it's your last. Move in the power of you, share the power of you, like it's your last moment. Give yourself completely to the process. See, because that's what I did. After I realized that, look, I could either choose to be where I have chosen to be this entire time, or I can create something new, I decided to create something new. I would go to Barnes and Noble, and I would read for five, 10, sometimes 15 hours a day I would study books like uh, books on psychology, human motivation, spirituality. I wanted to understand why do people process and respond to life the way that they do? What components of belief do they activate or fail to activate that keeps them where they are? See, I wanted to understand how we as powerful divine creators could give up so much of that power. What is the prompting fact? What is the programming that creates this lack of desire to be 100% of everything that we are? I ended up going back to school. I got a bachelor's in biblical studies in Eastern religion. I studied all the different belief systems. I ended up becoming a pastor, was a pastor for five years before stepping down, spiritually led to really take a new path as a speaker, as a coach, You know, I felt like the religious system wasn't really in alignment, you know, but I felt like what the spirit was leading me to do was something different, to leave my living epistle to the world so that people could read my life and see what was possible. And so for years, I dedicated myself to doing the work, to the work of self-mastery. I started coaching other people, speaking at rallies and events, and I started challenging people to wake up. But guess what? I had to do the work on myself. Every person you've heard speak today They're passionate about what they're passionate about. They've had to do the work to get to that point, but there's been blood, there's been sweat, there's been tears. They've had to grow through a process. But the difference between people who grow through the process, who get to this point where they create this this dramatic change or they manifest their vision, the difference between them and the people who don't is the fact that they dedicate their lives to it. You know, They do the work. And better than that, they find a way to serve through their work. They have found purpose and the purpose is what excites them. You know, and so many times people say, Well, I don't know how to find my purpose. First thing I ask them is what have you had to grow through in your life? With every one thing you've had to grow through, there's at least a million people out there in the world, trying to find their way through a similar experience. Now, depending on what gifts you've been given, what tools or what trades you've learned, imagine that those things are doorways in which you can interact or engage with people that you otherwise wouldn't have met had it not been for that gift had it not been for that passion had it not been for that that trade that you've learned or the wisdom that you've gained imagine that that wisdom has been nothing more than a tool to open a door so that you can take your passion and your power to show someone else the way out of their quote unquote dark experience Your purpose is rooted in service, but service is rooted in love. If you truly wanna live a life of purpose, you must first learn to live a life of love. You must first learn to look at your life and understand that regardless of how you choose to judge and label your life, every single breath you breathe is a gift. Every single moment is an opportunity to either expand or decrease, to either show up or not show up. And how you choose to respond is ultimately going to create a reality but when you truly learn to love yourself understanding that you are a gift to this world no matter who you are or where you are on your journey in your life path curriculum right now you are a gift in this world and within the gift of you there is power there is purpose but you will never fully step into that gift or fully accept that gift until you truly understand that you must learn to love yourself you must learn to love each other You know, you must learn to love your neighbor as yourself, to see beyond condition, to understand that we are all spirits on a journey having different human experiences. And the experiences that I've had has given me wisdom to impact the lives of other people who may be having similar experiences. So through that, I am now going to serve this group of people. And as I learn to serve and I give my love over to service, that's where I find my purpose. But true power, Alexander had mentioned it earlier. You know, it's it's love. Love at its core is true power. But how many of us truly love ourselves? How many of us truly embrace each moment? How many of us truly embrace our lives to step up and be the champion that we have the ability to be? How many of us truly believe that we can achieve anything that we desire to achieve if we're willing to simply show up? And now I know some of you may, say, may be saying, well, Princeton, I have all these goals. I don't really know how how or where to begin, you know, and I've been there. I get it. If you are in that space right now where you're like, I have all these goals and it seems like there's all these different things I can do, but I don't know where to begin. what I challenge you to do is just pick one, just pick one. And what I want you to do is as you pick one goal, isolate that one goal. And i want you to ask yourself how is it that i need to show up right now in order to manifest that goal how is it that i need to show up right now as i'm looking at what i want to achieve what is step one of starting the process of getting to this next point so for instance i'll use myself as an example i always knew i wanted to be a speaker but in the beginning i wasn't a great speaker I mean, I came out of gangs. I came out of the streets. Every other word out of my mouth was a curse word. I could barely complete a sentence without you feeling like I cursed you out. (laughs) Like like, that was me. Like I've been there, you know, like I was struggling. You know, the first time I ever had to speak in front of a group of people, I cried like a baby. My mentor was like, Princeton, look, I know that it can be intimidating, but You know you look at these people speaking they've been speaking for years but the one story they don't have is yours the one voice they will never have is yours the one experience they will never have is yours so just be real just be real and from that day it started me on a process so i said i I know i have the potential to be one of these great speakers i feel the burning i see the vision for it so what's the first step well the first step is i got to start practicing articulating myself And I would spend hours some days just walking around my house, and I would imagine that I'm in a coliseum full of people, and I would be speaking to them to the point where I would be sweating bullets sometimes. I'm speaking to them, and I'm I'm talking to them about life, and I'm sharing my experiences, and I'm telling them that if I can do it, you can do it. There is no such thing as impossible when you become possible for you. And I'm just talking and I'm just going. And as I would say these different things, certain things would come out. Like I would just channel this wisdom and I would just get it out. And and as certain things would pop up, I'd be like, oh, that's good. And I would write it down. I would start writing down the things that came out that spoke to my spirit. Because I was like, okay, if it's speaking to me as I'm doing this, then that means it's meant to speak through me. At, at other times. So I'm writing it down. So I started writing it down. And then I started studying people like Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, you know, some of the people that I actually got to work with now, you know, I started studying how they communicated. I started getting the information. Why? Because Tony always says, success leaves clues. If you want to be successful in any area, and you are looking at people who are already successful in that area, don't become envious. Don't, don't, you know, don't judge them. Don't judge yourself. See if you can get in contact with them. Reach out to them. Let them know what you admire about how they do what they do. Ask them: is there any programs that they're putting together that can assist them or assist you in being better at it? See, a lot of times when we're growing, we think we have to do it all on our own. And, and this was never my mentality when you're growing when you're stepping into your greatness when you're truly owning your power to be a champion in your life i was never afraid to take a step back and say man matter of fact growing up where i grew up there wasn't a lot of coaching you know back then there was no youtube there was no instagram there was no well facebook exists but you could only get on facebook if you were a college student so all the stuff that you guys have access to now i didn't have any of that all i had was books and a hope and a prayer that one day I would cross paths with some amazing people. I had audio cassettes that I, I had found or that were given to me. <clears throat> but I I use those as my coaching tools. But there were so many times on my journey where I said, I wish someone would just come in and show me what to do so that I don't have to fight through the process on my own. <clears throat> you know, and you know, there's a lot of coaches, a lot of amazing speakers, excuse me, who are in this room and who come through this room over the course of 15 hours. Uh, during the day now with the extended programming there's so many amazing people that come through this space that you literally have the ability to sit in you're, you're getting thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of information in the breakfast with champions room i wish i had had a room like that to where i could say okay they specialize on this they special okay i can reach out to them let me shoot them a DM. matter of fact i can shoot them a direct message now see i didn't sit back like if i'd had something like this Back when I first began the age of 23, going on 24, guess, man, I would be a, fo- I'm already a force to be re- reckoned with, and I can own it, I can own my power. I know why I'm here, I know what I'm gifted to do, but if only I had a Glenn when I was first, get- first getting started. Or, age, you know, if only I had somebody like a Lolita to speak into my life, to challenge me to see beyond what I could see in my own blind spots at that time, where would I be now, if only I'd had you know, an alpha, you know, or a Kate or a Tosh or a Susie or TM. If only I had had people that I could lean into, I would have grown so much faster, but guess what? It only taught me to value those people that much more now. And that's why I say I'm an eternal student. I'm not gonna make an excuse. If you're in this room right now and you're like, I believe I'm a champion. I believe I got something, whether it's a business, whether it's a, an idea, a vision, or something that, that's humanitarian, whatever it is, If you have been given that vision, that means you are well able to manifest that vision. But guess what? On every level, there's blind spots. And this is why you get coaches. This is why you get mentors. This is why you join programs, because they see what you don't currently see. You know, and so I want you to ask yourself, how much of me am I truly dedicating to the vision that has been given to me? and the process of growth that is necessary in order to expedite the process. How much of me am I willing to give to the process? See, because I gave everything. I couldn't go back to being the old Princeton. I couldn't go back to making excuses. Every breath that I would breathe from the moment that gun misfired was an opportunity to be something new. But guess what? Every day I wake up, every day you wake up is an opportunity to be something new. It's an opportunity to manifest something new. It's an opportunity to step into something new, to be a different expression of yourself as you are working to create change in the world. And there's gonna be people who walk away. There's gonna be people who don't believe you. There's gonna be people who don't believe in you. There's gonna be people who say they're with you, and then the moment things get heavy and it's time to move, those people walk away. Understand that this is a part of the growing process, but you are a part of a family now. You are in the Breakfast with Champions Club. You are in, you are at the table. Now, the only thing that's going to stop you from being the best version of yourself is connecting with people who are going to push you to be the best version of yourself in the areas where you don't even realize you're not being the best version of yourself because you can't see it. But guess what? You've not been given a spirit of fear. You've been given a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And the question is, what are you going to do with it? This is transformational Thursday. What are you willing to transform in your life right now to create something new in your life right now? Because tomorrow's not promised. What is the legacy you're going to leave today with your action? What is the legacy that you're going to leave today with your vision? Who are you going to inspire? Who are you going to uplift? Who are you going to teach? How are you going to love yourself more today than you did yesterday? Life is about showing up. You are a creator. Whether you love your life or hate your life is completely irrelevant because you create your life. And people may say, "Well, I didn't create this challenge. I couldn't control that. Yeah, but you control how you respond to it from this moment." I didn't control being abused, and I know this may be this may trigger some people depending on what they've experienced in their life. But I am grateful for everything that ever happened to me. I am grateful for it because guess what? Because as a man, I was abused mentally, physically, verbally and emotionally. I was molested between the ages of 9 and 11. You know how many men I have the power to go out and speak to and set free now, to tell them that they are not the measure of what happened to them, to tell them that they are powerful beyond measure and that some other man needs to hear their story of victory. But first I wanna show them how victorious they already are. You know what I've been blessed with because of my challenges? You know, every time you experience a challenge, you are being given a blessing that comes in the form of a lesson. And how you choose to respond to that, how you choose to take and accept that gift will determine how that gift activates in your life. Through opportunities, through connections, through your abilities, through wisdom gained. But if you never choose to use it, then you're going to continue to stay where you are. You're going to continue to complain. You're going to continue to play the victim. But I only choose to be victorious because I'm a champion. You know, I was listening. It came up earlier about Kobe. And I was, you know, I was listening to this this quote. And I've I've heard Kobe say it several times. But there's this one quote where Kobe's being interviewed, you know, and uh, he's saying, you know, like, I don't like lazy people. Like I can't be around lazy people. We can't. We don't talk the same. We don't think the same. Why? Because he was looking to his greatness. He was looking at the potential of what he could attain in his life. He didn't have time to entertain negativity. He didn't have time to entertain the 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 game that they lost the day before. He didn't time, have time to you know go back and rehash everything that wasn't working or hadn't worked. All he could do was get better each day. And that's why, you know, the habits that he had created, he said, you know, God rest his soul, that he would continue those habits even after he retired. Because he's seen what happens to so many people when they stop. He saw what happened to so many people when they stopped practicing the habits, you know. And so, again, success leaves clues. What are the things that champions are doing? that you say, you know, I want to reach that level. I want to be that level of speaker. I want to be that level of entrepreneur. I want to own this level of business. You know, I want to be over, I want to consult for high level corporations, whatever it is, what are those people who are already doing that? What are they doing? How are they functioning? Do you think they're sitting down? Do you think the first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is turn the TV on? Or do you think they are living intentionally every single day? Think about that. Matter of fact, I'll bring it more close to home. For those champions in the room right now, for those who are saying, I know what I have the potential to manifest and I'm gonna manifest, I'm gonna bring it close to home. I want you, each each person in this room, I want you to think about, as you own your power and you are looking at the world around you and you are thinking about the vision you've been given, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine yourself flowing and operating in that vision. I, wanna, I want you to imagine the money that you're you're making. I want you to imagine the, the impact that you're having right now. I want you to visualize who what type of people are you having conversations with? What types of conversations are you having? What does your day look like when you wake up? Now that you've reached this point, how are you speaking about your days? How are you waking up? How are you honoring your days? You know what does a typical work day looks like look like for you? I want you to really think about what that version of you is doing on that level of your vision. And I want you to ask yourself right now, what is it that that version of you is doing that this current version of you is not doing? Get really real with yourself because see, you're not waiting to be that person. Your vision is waiting for you to be that person. Always tell people like stop waiting for things to open up because the things that you're waiting for are waiting for you. They're not, it's not like, oh, let me, I'm going to attract this into my life. No, I'm going to step into this in my life. The moment you show up as what you truly believe you are capable of being is the moment that the doors begin to open up. People may say, well, you know, try, try doing that when you don't really have the money. (laughs) Okay. I have. I remember when I first got started, I didn't have a location. When I first stepped down, I said, you know, I'm going my own route. I'm going to start teaching my own classes. I'm going to start doing my own series of seminars and webinars. I'm going to start traveling and speaking. I didn't, you know, I was coming out of a place of, you know, being a pastor, like I'm getting paid from the church, you know? And so now I'm stepping completely out saying, okay, if you've given me this gift, you show me, you guide me, you lead me, and I'm going to step. And so I just started taking the step. Guess what? The first time only one person came to the first meeting I ever taught. One person. At the end of that one session of me teaching, they were so touched. They didn't even have a lot, but they gave me a hundred dollars. The next week they came back, I believe they brought maybe four or five people with them. I wasn't asking for anything, but I would tell them, like, if you guys want to donate or, you know, uh, or whatever you want to give, you know, just whatever your spirit leads you to give. I would say that I wasn't charging. I wasn't doing anything. Whatever your spirit leads you to give. Long story short, it began to grow. It began to grow to where over a month there was over 100 people there. And I'm just impacting lives. I'm just living in what I know I am. See, I'm not waiting until the door opens up and someone sees me and says, okay, now you can have the Coliseum stayed. Now you can speak in front of 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, 10,000 people. I wasn't waiting for that because I imagined that every time I spoke in front of one person, that one person was 10,000, that one person was a million that I was gonna reach with my life. See, I didn't, I didn't wait. I could already see it. I could already taste it. I could already feel it. And so I knew if I could see it and I could feel it, I was already it. How many of you get a vision and it speaks to your heart and you know, this is what I'm created to do. This is what I'm purposed to do. Well, if you can see it and you can speak it and you can feel it, you are already it. And all you gotta do is choose to show up as it. Change who you talk to, change how you talk, change how you do what you do, and be everything that is an honor to what you know you are. See, the moment I started having those real conversations with myself, how would Princeton talk to Princeton? I had to immediately switch roles because, see, I, I had to transition from the space of I know this is what I'm capable of and this is what I'm meant to do from speaking like that to saying I am one of the greatest leaders. I am one of the greatest speakers who's ever walked this earth. I am an impactor for change. I am an agent of change that will wake up other agents of change. And I communicate that way. I command it, I decree it in my life. See, I don't have time to sit back and wait for somebody to validate me. I don't have time to sit back and wait for situations and circumstances to validate me. You don't have time because every breath is a gift. Are you honoring every single moment? Are you validating that vision that has been given to you? by walking in that vision every single day. And I know some people, you know, they say, well, well in the industry, there's already people who are doing this and they're all already so well known. Well, the only reason they are well known is because you haven't made yourself known yet. That's it. Make yourself known. What is it that you wanna do? What is it that you wanna leave to this world? What industries do you wanna impact? See, I started studying business and finance, coming from a place where I was a drug dealer. Now, I will tell you this, growing up and and walking that path, I learned a lot about money and how to move money and how to flip money and make money work for me. I tell people all the time and they think I'm joking. I'm like, you wanna see some true entrepreneurs? Go out and find really good drug dealers. (laughs) and I'm not lying, we understand money. We just didn't know how to use it the right way. We did it in a way that wasn't right. We did it in a way that didn't honor the people that we we were serving, so to speak. But man, when I learned what I truly was, when I learned what I was truly capable of, and I started studying finance, I started studying investments, I started studying business, and people were like, you just a boy from the country out of the hood who was in gangs, who's gonna listen to you? And I said, nobody's gonna listen to this version of me. You, but you give me 10 years and everybody's gonna listen. See, nobody's gonna listen to me right now, but you let me, you let me step into this wisdom that I'm gaining and watch the impact that I have. See, a lot of you are validating, or excuse me, not validating, a lot of you are are, are measuring yourself to where you are, but I need you to start measuring yourself to where you're going. I need you to communicate that way. I need you to be that thing right now. When I work with clients, you know, I work with high level coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs who are looking to move past that plateau. You know, 81% of the coaches that come into the industry, or the coaches and speakers that come into the industry, 81% of them quit and walk away after three years. And you know what the main three reasons they quit are? Number one, they run out of money. Number two, they burn themselves out. And number three they don't have systems or processes in place to scale their business and so they're constantly chasing customers they're constantly chasing that new client and that start make starts making them question whether or not they're meant to do it so what do they do they go back and they start working another job and they test it here and there they post little positive stuff online and if they get a client great if not boom see 81 percent. think about that so for all the coaches and speakers in this room right now who say, well, it's already inundated. There's already so many coaches and speakers. 81% of them won't even exist in three years, but will you? 81% of them. But I work with these coaches and speakers or people who are aspiring to be great coaches, speakers and high level entrepreneurs, but they feel like they kind of hit the ceiling. And I tell them, when you come to work with me, I'm not someone, I don't create a one size fits all program. My coaching programs evolve as you do, but don't come to me Unless you're ready to be kicked off the cliff, because I'm going to kick you. You're going to form wings and you're going to fly. I'm going to put you to work the day we start working together. Why? Because until they start walking in what they already are based on the vision they've already been given, it's not going to manifest. This is why you can pay for program after program after program, program after program and come out as a professional knowledge hoarder and still not be any further than you were before you bought the program. Matter of fact, you probably don't even finish most of the programs you go into. Why? Because deep down, you know this program isn't gonna get you to where you have the potential to go until you start doing the work that you have the potential to do. But what are you doing with your greatness? Are you really ready to fly? Are you really ready to own your power? Are you really ready to step up to be the full expression Of yourself, the full expression of your vision. I know Lolita's gonna be coming on after me, you know, but I'm sitting here right now and I can't wait to hear what she has to say because she always brings so much fire, you know, and Glenn always brings so much fire, and Sarah, you know, everybody, Tim, you know, everybody that's in this room, they all bring so much fire. But you know why we do it? Because we know that in certain circles, we may be the only light that you see today. Yes. We may be the only wisdom that you hear today, and we want to make sure we give you 100% of what you need to be 100% of what you have the potential to be. Amen. We are not here to play with your time. We are not here to play with your life, because we understand that in this room, we are champions. In this space, we are champions. The only thing we are focused on is the win-win, because if we're not all winning, we all lose. Amen so we welcome you to this family. And so I wanna do a quick room reset, guys. Quick room reset. You're in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. You see that little greenhouse at the top? I want you to go up there if you're not already following that. I want you to click that little house and I want you to get connected, stay connected as we educate, elevate, and evolve together with the Breakfast with Champions. And I want you to understand this. We've expanded. Some of you may be seeing Breakfast with Champions for the first time during this time of the day. Well, we now have 15 hours of programming plus 6 6 a.m. noon Saturday and club. Excuse me. I read that completely wrong. (laughs) But we have 15 hours of programming. And right now we invite friends into the room. I want you guys, I'm going to challenge you guys to do something right now. If you are being inspired right now, if you're being spoken to right now, and you're like, man, this is really pumping me up, or this is really speaking to my spirit, or this is really challenging me, I want you to hit that little plus sign because if people are not following the moderators in this room, if they are not in the space right now and they do not follow us, they don't know this room exists. And so you help us to beat that algorithm. You help us to reach people who are seeking championship mindsets, who are seeking to grow and evolve in their life. You help us by doing that. This isn't a vanity metric for us. We don't do, because we would rather have 12 people in this room who are ready to be champions than 1,200 who just want to be spectators. Come on now. But this is what we're doing this for. We've added more programming. we added 15 hours to the days throughout the weekend on Sundays. You know, I want you guys to join the club, read the bio for the club. See what all we're bringing to you guys. There's a lot lot of stuff coming, you know, and we'll be talking about it a little later, but the event that's going to be going down, Glenn is is going to be hosting his, his next event. It's going to be in, let me make sure I get this information right, guys. There's a lot that I'm covering right now and I got so hyped up, I lost my place.
0: I got it, Princeton. <laughs> if you want. <laughs>
1: go, ahead, go ahead,
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I listen, you are on fire. So, I get it. November 5th through 7th, in lexington kentucky glenn is celebrating his 1000th episode okay so of hashtag rise and grind this is all about this god's sake conference it's about growing your business for god's sake conference so more money more impact for you right as princeton said let me not even go on a tangent you asked for the dates that's the dates i just want to hear you talk go (laughs) on ahead (laughs)
1: hey sis it's all good though we're here to have a good time You know, and I know we you already know we feed off of each other, you know, but I I look forward to these events and, you know, getting together like you think the power in this space. I know they just had the the event in New York and I'm sitting here from afar because I had some stuff previous and prior engagements that I had to be a part of that week, but. I'm looking at the stories. I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm looking at the fashion show. I'm looking at everything that's going down. And I'm like, I'm I'm having some major FOMO. Because I'm like, all these powerful people in one space, I know the conversation's got to be fired. I know. And I'm watching, and I'm listening. It's like, you know, it's funny when you watch a story, and you turn everything around you just to hear if you could get a piece of a conversation that you see two people having while you're watching the story. Because you know both of them are two powerful people. Like, I, I was doing that the whole time. You know, but... If you guys want to be a part of the circle, you want to be a part of the family, you know, go check out the link. And again, that link is grow, excuse me, growforgod.com. Growforgod.com. And we're going to be diving into this, how to grow your business for God, how to step into your power, your purpose, your potential, how to walk into the power of your own divinity to create what you have the ability to create as a powerful divine creator, personally and professionally. See, because I always say, and the thing I love about them doing this is because I always say, you can't talk about personal or professional development until you first talk about spiritual development. See, you notice how when I began my journey, I didn't jump into how to start a business you know, for dummies. I didn't jump into books on how to, how to be a better person. No, I went straight to the spiritual stuff because I knew at that moment, something greater than me. And I grew up in the Bible belt, but it was hellfire and brimstone. I was Southern Baptist all the way. So I left the church. I tell people all the time, I was a drug baby. I got drugged to church as a kid. I didn't like, I I didn't like the pain. I didn't like the frustration. It's like every time we went, it was angry. But when I found love and I said, there is something about this, the first year I began to study. And this is what I love about you know, Glenn and the breakfast of champions is the fact that they bring love to the table. They bring service to the table because they bring God to the table. See God in the original translation, God was never this man in the sky waiting to judge everybody. The original translation in Hebrew and Aramaic, God was the very essence of all creation. This is why if you read the old Testament and you study the Greek or the, excuse me, the Hebrew and the Aramaic, you don't see he or him in the old Testament. Why? Because God was a lily in the valley, the will in the middle of the wind. The rivers of flowing water god was all of creation there were many names to describe the aspects of god in creation but then in the new testament everything gets translated through greek which it should have never been done because the original language especially that jesus spoke was aramaic in the aramaic language i know i'm going off but this is just something that's passionate for me right now the aramaic language is a breathed language, it's an illustrative language. It, it's a, it, one word can have 50 to hundred different meanings. So as I started studying, when I first started studying spirituality, I started with the Bible and I started, I bought a Strong's exhaust concordance. I started studying the original languages. But then when I started studying other spiritual modalities and things like that, it only made more sense. And it looked like it was all connected. They were all saying the same thing just from different cultural perspectives and translations. But the message was the same. Love. Jesus only gave two commandments. Two. And if you can grab these two, he said, he said, everything else will work itself out. Love the Lord God with with all your heart, meaning love all things, all things with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. If it has been created, love it. If it is, if it has been manifested in your life, love it. If it's a person, love them. You know, and he said, the second one is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself for there is no greater love than the love of one who's willing to give of themselves for they love. So, boom, you have the Breakfast for Champions Club, where all we do is give of ourselves for those that we love, understanding that just like us, you're just trying to evolve. You're just trying to be that stronger, more efficient version of yourself, personally, professionally, but it starts spiritually. When you truly understand that you are a, a, a divine creator, everything you think, speak, say, and do creates a reality. When you truly understand that it takes your understanding of what it means to own your power to another level. See, because when I own my power, I understand that I am not the product of what I have experienced. I am the product of what I create. And so I get a vision. I say, I'm grateful for this vision. Now give me eyes to see and ears to hear what I must do and how I must show up right now in order to take the seed of this vision, plant it into the ground of my life experience so that I can watch it grow. Have you gotten clear on your vision? And as you've gotten clear on that vision, have you taken hold of it? Now there's a lot of things we're going to be, we're going to be covering in the coming weeks as far as business, growing your social media, you know, showing up in the world, you know, generating the power to manifest a great vision. We're gonna be talking about a lot of things. We're gonna be talking about personal things, learning how to forgive, learning how to honor and master your intuition, learning how to master mindset. There's so many things we can cover, but if you don't understand and accept what you are beyond the idea of who you think you are, none of it will mean anything to you. It will go in one ear, be great information, great talk, and it will go out of the other. But when you know what you're capable of, see, Michael Jordan knew what he was capable of. That's why he put the time in on the court. Kobe Bryant knew what he was capable of. LeBron James knows what they're capable of. All these players, Brett Favre, you know, (laughs) we can go on and on. All these tremendous people, Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, Jesus, Buddha, all these people, they knew what they were capable of, and they simply showed up in the power of their ability to create it. But I want to go, you know, we have 15 minutes left in this room and I want to open up the floor. We got some amazing people in this room. You know, I see my man Alpha just popped into the room. Another amazing individual. I mentioned him earlier, but, you know, when we look at, you know, what's happening right now, the real question is, are you willing to 100% show up for yourself every single day? And if you say, well, man, it's going to be hard. i want to ask you, are you committed to getting a coach? Are you co- committed to getting a mentor? Are you committed to getting someone who's going to hold you accountable so that you don't make excuses? See, because a lot of the times, you know, people say what they want, but then they're not willing to take the action to get there. Are you willing to take the action to get there? How bad do you really want your greatness to manifest? How bad do you really want to see that vision? manifest and people say oh well i struggle with you know my, my biggest thing is i just struggle with commitment like staying committed to the process and i tell them all the time your commitment isn't your struggle You are committed. You're just committed to the wrong things. You're committed to wasting your time. You're committed to binge watching on Netflix. You're committed to having conversations with people who don't elevate or evolve you in your life. You're committed to staying connected to relationships that don't allow you to flow in the capacity that you have the potential to flow in. You're committed to that job you hate. See, you're committed. The problem is you're committed to the wrong things. You are not prioritizing what's important for you to create what you have the potential to create. Again, I had to prioritize developing my speaking ability. I had to prioritize learning more about business. I had to prioritize first and foremost, my spirit above everything else, because I am the root to the tree of my life. And I knew that if I didn't like the fruit growing in that tree, I had to go back to the root because I wouldn't be able to develop that financial branch the way that I spiritually had the ability to, if I wasn't spiritually rooted within myself, I wouldn't be able to build that business or that professional branch. If I wasn't rooted in the power of what I truly am at the root, I wouldn't be able to develop the relationships and the connections and the communication if I was not truly rooted in everything that I was already in spirit. And so as I did that work, it evolved me. How much work are you willing to do to own the power of you so that you can be the root to the tree of your life to see the fruit in those branches develop in that personal branch, that professional branch, that mental branch, that emotional branch, that physical branch, so that you can truly live a whole life. See, I see so many people who reach success. They get to this level where they're manifesting success. They got the money, they got the stuff, but they don't feel whole. Robin Williams made everybody laugh, built an amazing career, but then took his own life because he didn't feel whole. See, I knew one thing about me. I didn't want to get to that point where I was doing great things with my life and I couldn't enjoy it. And so what I want to do right now, because like I said, we got about 12 minutes left there are some people in this room right now, and I'd love to go. I'd love to go and uh, pop piggyback, if some people would like to hop on this. But when you think about owning your greatness, what was one time you really had to show up for you and own your greatness? And what did that translate into you, or it translate in your life as a result? What was one time? that you had to really own your greatness. Maybe you were doubting, maybe you were in fear and something said, no, go. And you listened and you went and you owned your greatness and a door opened up for you and produced a result. If you'd like to hop on that, I'd love for somebody to jump on the mic.
2: Chris, I got <laughs> you right now.
1: Go ahead, TM, I hear you.
2: You heard Alpha. No, that, that was Alpha, that was Alpha.
1: Oh, okay, Alpha, I'll go after Alpha. Go Alpha. Alpha. Good to see Princeton. you, man.
3: What's up Lighthouse? I'll tell you a moment like that. What time is it on my clock? Twelve fifty nine p.m. August the nineteenth, two thousand twenty one. Right now. That's the time when you have to own your greatness. That's the time when you say, you know what? People going to take your life and label your life any type of way they want to because they don't want to hear what you got to say, even if you tell telling the truth. And you know what? You're going to have to own yourself and say, I wrote the definition of me. I live out that definition. I'm with me always, even until the end of my life. I know what I'm doing when nobody's watching. I know the people I'm helping. I know the phone calls. Princeton, you know the phone calls that come two minutes before the show. You good, brother? You in there? Uh Uh-huh. You know, I got your (laughs) back and your front. And guess what? When when you couldn't make it, did I ever make you feel bad when I jumped in there and took it? No. We never even talked about it. Why? Because integrity, right? So sometimes it's as simple as knowing who you are doing what you must do, being unapologetically straightforward in that truth and saying, hey, this is the best I have to offer for now, but I'm getting better still. I'm sitting next to legends and they're telling me legendary things and I'm okay with that at this point. But I know this, when you look backwards, you're gonna keep on seeing moments where you were already there in the place you thought you would get into. So you better realize you're there right now. When I asked Dennis Waitley, when did he know he was Dennis Waitley? he's 88. He said, I don't still know if I'm Dennis because he never paused to think about it. He was next to Earl Nightingale and he could look at those people and see it. But Princeton Clark is Princeton Clark right now. David Spizak is Spizak right now. Lolita Walker is Lolita right now. And TM is TM right now. And if we keep waiting for these other moments for people to night you, you're gonna have a mighty hard time because people still argue whether or not Michael Jordan was the greatest right now. He stopped playing a long time ago. They still argue about Kobe and he's in the grave. They still wonder if Ali was the greatest, but he don't box anymore. Nobody's going to unanimously agree. You unanimously agree that you're going to take 1251 PM Pacific to be specific on August the 19th, a Thursday at that and say, right now, that's the last time I had to challenge myself to be great right now. Back to you, Lighthouse. Yes, sir. Right now.
1: I always say, you know, it's so amazing. You always come in just at the right
3: times, man. (laughs)
1: And I love hearing you share. You know because you're a lighthouse too you know but i always say right now is the most powerful moment in your life because see yesterday or today is the product of decisions you made yesterday in past moments of now the future is simply moments that you have yet to manifest as a result of how you show up right now so right now is your most powerful moment what are you going to do just like alpha said what are you going to do right now to show up powerfully in this moment or after this call what are you going to do today In the moments that you are given to manifest that desired outcome that you ultimately want want in your life. But understand every moment is a gift. Every moment is a gift. See, because we talk about this and we can say this. You'll hear Alpha say it. You'll hear me say it. You'll hear Glenn Glenn say it, Amelia and Lolita and all the others. You'll hear them talk about, you know, just being grateful and owning the moment and stepping into your power. You'll hear them talk about it. But how many of you are going to own that? How many of you are gonna own that power right now? That literally how you respond right now is creating a reality.
0: Princeton, this is Tony hey. Mo. I'd like to share. First of all, you- you are so lit and on fire, and I don't. I pop right in at the right time, but I'll tell you this. Um, a few weeks ago, I had a writing session, and I knew something in me said that I needed to show up not because I needed to be in competition with other females, it was all female writing session, and I had never done that before. But fear could have held me back, but it didn't. It propelled me forward, and I went to the writing session, and it was me versus me. I had something to prove to myself because I hadn't written in so long. Long. But when I stepped in that boot, it was like I never left the booth since then. Um, for many of you may not know, but I'm a, a artist, a musical artist, a rapper, and. When I tell you, people like David has poured in me, Alpha Six, and so many of you, Glenn Princeton, your words today are everything. I appreciate you and just know that um, I am propelling forward. And even when I see um, the Millionaire Club appear, Breakfast with Champions, Millionaires, when I first saw the title, I never put a, a limit on what it is that God could bless me with because he cannot be put in a box. So when I saw that, I said millionaires. I was like, let me go here because this is the only room that I was seeing that had millionaires. But I'll like say this. Everybody in here has the infinite, infinite possibility, not just millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires, because guess what? We are champions. This is Tony Mo, and I'm complete.
1: Oh, let me, let me talk with my mic unmuted. (laughs) Tony, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you for not putting a limit on, on what can be for you and what is for you. You know, I think one of the biggest things when we look at this, when we're moving into our, our our dreams, our vision, our goal, we're giving gifts and those gifts come without repentance. You know, that's why you could step into the booth and the gift would activate because it ain't going nowhere. It's yours. You have put in time, you put in tears to develop and to give birth to that gift. And, and so I want to honor that gift. I'm going to honor you for showing up and honoring what you have been given in the different tools that you've been given to give them. You know, it's, it's, it's a special thing, you know, but I always say, you know, I don't measure what my vision is. I don't measure anything. I always say whatever's meant for me is meant for me because I understand that my ceiling is God's floor. If I can think it, it's still not big enough. If I can think it, it's only a process. And I know as I move into this aspect of the vision, I'm going to be able to see more because for now I can only see in part. And the more I step into it, the more my vision is going to be expanded, the more the doors are going to open. But who else? Who else? Real quick before we go, who else has a a story that they would
2: Princeton, I'll jump in to you, man. I mean, just just unbelievable uh, hour, man. I mean, change your thinking, change your life. And, you know, your your story, uh, this entire message, man, has just been, you know, on fire. You you talk about uh, not waiting for uh, people to tell you it's your turn, right? I mean, you know, make it your turn, right? I mean, insert yourself. It's your turn. And for anybody that's just sitting here, Um, you know, a little nervous to even speak, right? Um, you know, if you're down below, like step up, raise your hand, it's your turn. Um, I I can think of a very scary time when I was offered an opportunity. Uh, this was probably back 2011 and it was to shift, uh, out of a completely different, uh, market to open up, uh, you know, a center in Florida, or I was, uh, in Virginia, Virginia at the time. And it was a simple, As a a yes or no, you know, do you want this opportunity? Yes or no? Um, A lot of times, you know, we say no, because of how we see ourselves. And we have to, you know, not think about yesterday, not use negative words, right? Uh, Not let the idea that we can't Um, stand in the way of saying yes to the opportunity. Say yes to the opportunity and figure it out along the way. Man, you you, you are powerful, you are great, and thanks for sharing your greatness with us. I'm TM and I'm complete. Mm, Thank you, TM. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I honor you, brother, and I thank you for
1: sharing. Thank you for having the courage to just step out there to make the move, to create the shift in your life, to create the shift in your life. See, a lot of times people are waking, waiting for the shift to happen. But the shift is waiting for you to create it. See, I understand that everything that I want in my life is simply waiting for me to create it, and I show up to create it. And I heard uh, Dr. Myron Gold. He was talking the other night, I'm going to end in with this before I reset the room. But he was talking the other night, he said, so many times we people say, I'm tired of the work. It's not working. You know, it's like I've been putting in the work, but it's not working. He said, I want to share something with you. He said, the work by the by definition is always working. He said, but there's two things that's happening when you are working your vision or working towards a goal. He said, it's either working on you, or it's working for you. So don't stop doing the work. See, I had to start doing the work so that it could work on me, so that it could develop me to be able to hold and harness the strength of embodying my vision completely. I had to let the work work on me, so when things got tough and the teacher was teaching a lesson, I had to embrace that lesson and say, thank you for working on me, so that as you work on me, I can step into everything that I was created to step into as you work for me. You know, and so if you're out there right now, you're doing the work, you're awakening to your inner master. I want to challenge you. I'm giving away a free copy of my ebook. If you go to my website, evolvedmastery.com, the link, the information is at the top of my bio. I'm giving away a free copy of my ebook, Awakening Your Inner Master The Journey of Self Mastery and a lot of wisdom that I wanna share there. But listen guys, if you've been getting a lot of value out of today's programming and Breakfast with Champions, just imagine how much we'll learn together in person. This November the 5th through the 7th in Lexington, Kentucky, Glenn Lundy is celebrating the 1000th episode of Rise and Grind by bringing back his Grow Your Business for God's sake conference, all about how you can make more money and more impact. A lot of your BWC faves, such as myself and many others, between Glenn and Tamara or Tamara and Amelia, Dave Meltzer, and so many others will be there and you'll want to get to know them. You'll want to be in the space. So go over to growforgod.com for tickets. And if you aren't already personally, excuse me, if you don't want to personally reset or you don't want to come to the conference um, or you need some help with that, reach out to Tara or Glenn. And I think I totally said that wrong, but you get it. Go to go, go to growforgod.com. <laughs> And we got you guys, in in, in in plain and simple words, we got you. We wanna see you there, we wanna connect you, we wanna hug your neck, as my sister would say, and show you some love, but we appreciate the time. And without further ado, I'm ending my segment.